Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's IBG episode, since it is uh, here late, mid, actually mid-November, I'm getting ahead of myself, um, and it's it's already, for some of you, is currently leaf season, if not fast approaching uh, leaf season. I know some of you already are in full-blown snow removal and uh, in winter mode, so... Um, you know, it is what it is. It's all over all over the place with the weather um, nowadays, it seems, all over the country. But it is mid-November, and no matter where you are, leaves are definitely falling or have fallen. So I figure it's, you know, th- this is becoming relevant to me because I'm currently taking care of leaves, you know, all of our properties that we take care of in my lawn care business. And it's something that I deal with every year. Uh, or things that I deal with every year. There's always weird scenarios and things with leaves. Those of you that have, you know, heard my, or actually I think maybe episode, uh, it wasn't episode one actually, but it was at the first few episodes into um, the LCR Media podcast that I shared my embarrassingly tragic nightmare leaf story um, in, in all its glory. Uh, it's like my first, I think, real like IBG episode. And I went into leaves and my whole thing with that, I, I won't um, bore you guys with the details of that because that was a long enough episode all in itself. So you can go way back in the archives on episode three. I just uh, went, went and checked real quick. Episode three for you guys. I searched that. By the way, it's easy on Spotify anyway. You can just click on the search box right above my uh, the, my my face, the picture of my podcast there. And when you're actually on my podcast, and you can search anything, it says "find in this show." So I think that's a relatively new feature. So just throwing that out there. When you hear me or Paul or anybody you know mentioning anything in their previous podcast, if they don't say, you know, what episode or specific, you know, information or, you know, a link it in the episode description that they're talking about it for you to quickly find it. You can quickly find it by just searching it as well as you can search all kinds of stuff on Spotify itself. You can, you know, like on Spotify's homepage, you can just type in this search, all kinds of stuff, lawn care, mowing, leaves, uh, how to know your numbers, profits, mulch, you know, whatever, like whatever you're wanting to get more information about and and uh chances are there's a podcast out there in our space and maybe not that's talking about something <clears throat> similar or at least there'll be some search results for what you typed in um so you never know it might be worth spending some time doing that um one of these days or maybe right after you finish listening to this show but a- any anyway back to uh what i was trying to say so way back in the archives there episode uh four i believe i just said no 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 no, no. sorry episode three. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I went all into the detail of the, my leaf removal nightmare story or whatever. So I won't go into that, but the whole point is I, I stayed, steered clear of leaves and cleaning up leaves for a long time, meaning I stayed away from all the neighborhoods that had a lot of mature trees, lots of woods everywhere, like the older neighborhoods in my area. I stayed away from them and just focused on all the new the newer cookie cutter, as we call them, the HOAs, Homeowner Association, you know, the 700 to 1,000 deep, um, you know, homeowners, like gated communities without gates, you know, like whatever, all these different terms I'm trying to throw out there so you guys can get some sort of a visual. You know, all the, you drive, you know, there's a main entrance, like the Grove or something, and you just drive in there, and then there's just roads everywhere of different little neighborhoods and pockets all over the place of all similar looking houses, shapes and sizes, and some have sidewalks, some don't. And, you know, everything looks all nice and pretty and all the yards are relatively the same shape and size. And 
there's only, you know, the trees that they planted for the construction, except like maybe the surrounding perimeter houses and streets of the actual neighborhood. You know, if it's like up against woods, then, you know, some of those houses are going to get more leaves and things like that. But for the most part, those neighborhoods don't have a whole lot of leaves. So, and that just happened to be where the majority of my properties I, I, you know, acquired starting out my business eight years ago. So I just continued growing in those kind of neighborhoods. And coincidentally, there isn't a lot of leaves to deal with anyway. I mean, the, you know, the, the small trees that are in there, the leaves kind of drop, you mulch them up as you mow, and it's no big deal. And I just stayed away from all the other stuff because of what I explained in my, my nightmare story. But now over the years, I've kind of dabbled back into it. Well, kind of went full blown back into it um, just of a standpoint of servicing my you know, trying to be 100% serviceable for my for all of my clients, and including the ones I just mentioned, but also trying to, you know, as I spread out and venture into newer surrounding neighborhoods, not newer in construction, but newer to me surrounding neighborhoods, some of which have some more woods and, and trees and a lot more leaves and things like that, which extends our work, you know, deep into the season, you know, into the winter, all the way through the December with some, you know, final cleanups sometimes in January, depending on how, how things fall, um, literally. Uh, so that's, so that's brought more, uh, attention to, you know, that, that whole service that, um, I've been doing a lot more of lately. And I have had a few more episodes about it, um, and more in like the hundreds episodes. I've interviewed other folks locally, and, and so on about their leaf setups and things. I have a, a YouTube playlist on Lawn Care Rookie YouTube channel um, for leaf removal or leaf cleanup setups. I set up, I forgot exactly what I titled it, but it's easy to find it on my playlist. And that's where I went around my local area and kind of toured some setups, some shops and setups and watched them in action, whether it be a, from a solo guy to a crew and everywhere in between. So um, just to get different ideas for myself to try and help improve or even have build some sort of customized setup for my business so I can kind of enter into that that realm, I guess, and be able to offer that service for um, my clients because there, there still were a, a small amount of clients that did need some of that kind of stuff. And sometimes I would just you know, either not take on those clients in the neighborhoods that I was already in, which was, you know, it's kind of like money left on the table because I, all these services that I could be doing all year round, but because I didn't want to, or didn't know how to, um, take care of their leaves, I would just decline the entire contract, basically the entire agreement for a whole year of all the other services just because of that one. And I would, you know, refer them to someone else or whatever. So I, I just wanted to get away from that and make sure that I was, Stay, you know, still staying uh, in this in my route, you know, same route density that I already have, same neighborhoods and all that, but be able to service anyone in those neighborhoods, whether they have a lot of trees or not. Um, so touring local uh, setups, like I said, on, on YouTube um, helped me as well as hopefully helped anyone else watching that. You know, I'm always trying to share the stuff that I learn, whether it be here on the podcast or visually um, on my YouTube channel or, or both, a combination of the two. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1500 to 3500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. 
The RampRack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwreck.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwreck.com and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the ramp rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week, I want to talk about the multi-force leaf plow attachment. So this is literally a plow, but it's for leaves. So again, as always, if you want the visuals, go ahead and click the link in the episode description to take you to toro.com and you can uh, take you right to there to the page for the leaf plow and you can check that out uh, and see what it looks like. But basically, it looks like a giant snow plow uh, with two wheels on the bottom and kind of like 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 a rake all the way along the bottom, you know, like the, it's all aluminum and it's it. So the the rake is kind of like like um, you know, like tines. It it, it literally looks like a, a giant rake, which helps you scoop up any debris and leaves, uh, for you to push big piles of debris and leaves where the blowers, uh, may be. You know, as you know, if if you've done leaf removal before, and as you start blowing, you know, all the leaves out of the nooks and crannies, mulch beds across the lawn, and you're clearing it all off, eventually you accumulate such a a big enough pile that it's hard for you to move it, even with the most powerful backpack blowers. So it's it's a lot easier uh, for you to get the leaf plow, and then you can just push the piles wherever you need to go, to the curb to suck it up with a leaf vac, or into the woods if there's some natural areas that you're going to. Um, and, and so that, that, that's really beneficial for that. Uh, it does have a lot of like holes, you know, it's kind of almost looks like, like, um, like mesh to a certain extent all the way around, uh, the whole, the whole thing so that it kind of gives you that airflow. Uh, but basically it's just meant for easily moving wet leaves, debris, just big, massive piles of stuff from one place to another without damaging the turf. Because like I said, at the, uh, at the, on the bottom, it's just like a rake. So you're just kind of like combing through the, the, the turf as you're moving along, um, the piles of leaves and debris and it easily attaches to the multi-force uh the hitch attached hitch receiver it easily attaches there you can fold it up so that you can easily store it on trailers and and so on um and it's it's heavy duty you know i I misspoke it's not aluminum it's it's steel galvanized steel and it's just built to last and basically if you think about any leaf removal jobs that you've done in the past another example uh, where you would normally be tarping large piles of leaves, right? Because you get to that point where you've got these big piles of leaves and debris and you really can't move it anymore with backpack blowers. Like I said, what do you do a lot of times? You you either blow those piles onto a tarp or rake it onto a tarp and then you drag the tarp wherever you got to go. Again, to the curb, to suck it up or up in your trailer or truck bed or into the woods. Either way, you know, that's drag, that's tarping and dragging and it takes longer and more energy. So using a leaf plow eliminates the the need to do that. You can just push those piles instead. So again, for all the full details and the visuals, since this is all audio, check out the link in the episode description for Toro.com. 
I said all that, you know, seven minutes later of the intro, said all that just to say that we are back in leaf season here <laughs> mid-November, and I'm always encountering all these different things, still learning as I go, even though I've definitely learned a lot over the f- a few years that I focused, refocused on it. And like I said, went, you know, did those YouTube videos and learned from uh, my local peers and mentors and all that, still just doing it, you know, for myself, for my own business, I'm still learning things. And you know, I just wanted to take uh, uh, some time to share just some more insight about leaf season for those of you that are maybe just getting into it or you, uh, you know, I just haven't experienced it yet or whatever. But in all honesty, just trying to have a conversation with you guys. Let's let's be honest. You know, it's just these topics are daily things, weekly things, seasonal things that I deal with. And I just want like to share them with you guys, whether it's educational or entertaining or, or whatever, you know, whatever you deem it to be. But so one of the biggest things, and you know, that one of my employees now, he, uh, he's, you know, worked in the business off and on and, and other trades as well over the years. So, you know, he, he's got a lot of different types of experiences. So he and I have some good conversations about things, um, lawn care, landscaping related, you know, customers, this, that, and the other thing. It's, it's really good to have somebody that with that kind of experience and that kind of a mindset, you know, almost uh, an entrepreneurial, not almost actually, he wants to start his own business. So an, an entrepreneurial mindset. So it's good. It's almost like, you know, the, uh, instead of uh, sharing stuff on a YouTube video, like I'm sharing it with, it's like, he's like a ride along almost, you know, just, just picking my brain as we go, but he's also working, you know, with me and then and, and doing the work and getting everything done. So it's, it's been fun, but I remember warning him early on, you know, the very first, like, you know, drop of leaves as they start falling. I was like, beware, you know, watch out. You know, so as I started trying to go down the list and, you know, little by little download all the different, you know, stuff I've learned and know about leaf cleanups, leaf removal, leaf season, I should say, and just try to give him a heads up because, you know, he was going to try and do some side work, you know, on his own out, out, out by where he lives and things like that. And so I try to give him all these, all these things. And one of the things I said was beware people, people get crazy for some reason when it comes to leaves, like the neighbors just freak out. Like, you know, one leaf ends up over on their yard and they just come freaking out. They come out yelling and screaming or they complain to your customer and then your customer's got to tell you. And it's like, it's just craziness. Like, I don't understand why people literally lose their minds when it comes to leaves. Like now I, I get you know, if you're completely uh, irresponsible and careless and whatever other negative word that means the same thing, and you're just like blowing piles of leaves into the neighbor's yard, like that's ridiculous. It's kind of comical. I'm sure that would be a viral video, but, uh, you know, Instagram reel or YouTube short or something, that's the thing. But, um, you know, in all honesty, that that's ridiculous. Like to, if you, if you think doing something like that is, is acceptable and just, and get away with it and not, you know, I expect someone to freak out. Right. But I mean, when you're trying to just clean up the property, you're getting paid to clean up and a couple leaves here and there accidentally, you know, slip through the fence into the other yard or, you know, past the property line or something. Yeah. You, you know, you should go over and Make sure you blow anything back out, especially if the yard is crisp, like, you know, the the neighbor's yard is perfectly clear of leaves, like they had just had a leaf removal done or they just, you know, bagged their own yard or whatever they did. And now all of a sudden it's it's extremely easy to see a few leaves here and there that maybe blew over 
uh, into their yard. And mind you, it's usually windier this time of year. Go figure, you know, which helps it helps get the leaves off of the trees, right? But it also makes it difficult to get the leaves to go where you want them to go a lot of the times. You know, you can't always just follow the you can't always go in the direction of the wind to to move the leaves to where you need to go. If the leaves have to go to the front of the house and the leaves and the wind is blowing, you know, the opposite direction, that's challenging, um, especially to keep the leaves out of neighbors' yards, right? So the bottom line is you want to make sure that, of course, if you do, for one, that you're not intentionally, which if, you know, really, if... <laughs> If that's a thing, I don't know why you're even listening to this podcast, but hopefully we're all better than that. So you shouldn't be intentionally blowing leaves into any neighbor's yards, of course. But this, you know, the, the other thing is make sure if you do accidentally, like just pay attention. If you do accidentally blow some leaves in there, you know, in, in the neighbor's yard or you, uh, you know, you see that there's leaves in the neighbor's yard. Maybe you didn't blow them. Someone else with you blew them or whatever. or The wind just blew them. You know, take a quick look before you leave the property. Your property is cleaned up, but what about the neighbors, the perimeter line, things like that? You know, and just go back, go over there and, and, and blow them back in, you know, or rake them up and bag them, what, whatever you got to do. You know, usually it's just like a quick thing. But if you can keep an eye on it as you go, then you don't have to do any random things afterwards. Like, oh, grab a rake and, and a bag. You know, we got to get clean up this little pile here that spilled over. Like, no, if you're paying attention as you go, Hopefully you can just keep corralling the leaves back into where where you're where you're working with the rest of the leaves. Uh, but you know the bottom line is people just need to chill. But for some reason they lose their mind. And you know I've had plenty of examples already this season of it. Like like when I told the, my employee this, he, he thought I was exaggerating and thought it was kind of ridiculous. And um, you know that that's that that's even a thing. But then he he finally witnessed it firsthand. But I told him. Um, one day he wasn't, he, he had the day off and me and, and my, one of my other employees, we were, there was a one yard that, you know, has already started to accumulate a lot of leaves. So we have to try and, you know, wrangle those every time we're there just to mow the lawn. And the homeowner, I guess, came out and talked to him and asked him if he was blowing any leaves or if we, you know, ever blew any leaves or, or what, or, or do we blow the leaves, you know, towards that, the neighbor, the specific neighbor she was talking about. And she was just saying because he complained that there was some leaves over there. So he, you know, train, train, made sure that he was uh, pointing in the right direction, like away from that, that person's property, the neighbor, so that the leaves could blow back into the yard that we were working on so we could mulch them up and whatever. And, you know, I'm like, man, because I saw him like it kind of changing directions and doing a little extra work. And I'm like, what's, what's going on here? Like, it just seemed clear to me in the background that something had happened. So I had asked him after the fact and he was like, yeah, that, you know, that the, this lady came out and said that her neighbor was complaining that we were getting leaves over there. Meanwhile, we weren't blowing any leaves anywhere. It's just, you know, there's a little bit of blowout, as you know, from, from lawnmowers, when you're going by, if you're going along, you know, a pile of leaves, there's going to be some that are going to kind of blow out or spill out the sides sometimes. And if you're, you know, going along the property where, you know, it's one big yard, um, the neighbors and your customer's yard all just combine into one yard, but there's obviously a property, imaginary property line somewhere that goes across there. And you're trying to mow along that imaginary property line that they already told you where it is. Like, Hey, from here to here, that's, that's where their property line goes up to. And you're like, all right, cool. So you're mowing along there, but if there's leaves all over the place, you know, you're going to get that spillover. So that's really all, all, all it was. 
so, again, it's not like we were intentionally blowing anything, but you know, we could have went behind. Uh, one of us could have paid more attention and just blown the leaves back, back a little bit of spillover back in. Right. But I honestly didn't think it was that big of a deal and that the person was going to complain. You know what, what, what are you going to, what are you going to, what do you know? Right. And it's, it's, I shouldn't be surprised is what I was trying to think of the words there it is, you know, of course, like get, get reacclimated to leaf season immediately because he, you know, we already got our first complaint. This, and this was like, you know, almost a month ago now. Um, but I remember telling, you know, the other, the other guy, the other employee that, um, was off that day and, and was kind of in disbelief of the previous stories that I told him, I told him what happened. He's like, Oh my gosh, wow. You're right. This is crazy. I, I can't believe this. And then he, it then happened to him one time, um, just recently, like last week, I think he was, uh, blowing some leaves. Yeah. I was almost forgot the story. I was trying to visualize the yard so I could remember it clearly. Yeah. So he, he was, um, he was on one yard. We were on another, you know, we just, we usually kind of divide and conquer. We've got two or three yards next to each other or, you know, close to each other on the same street, which is very typical for the kind of route density that I have. You know, we, we spread out, we divide and conquer. Sometimes we get two mowers going or two trimmers or all of the above, you know, and we just kind of spread out and we, and we, we knock them out that way. So he was down at one, at a different yard that I was, we were both mowing and the other guy was, you know, edging and then starting the trimming. And then whoever gets done mowing first falls back on the trimming and blah, blah, blah. Then we get to blowing and all that. It's a whole team effort. But while he was over there mowing, um, he was just mowing, right? He wasn't blowing anything yet or anything. He was just mowing and, he just saw the neighbor come over and was just like throwing his hands up in the air and like pointing to like where he was mowing. So he shuts the mower down and, you know, it's, and he's like, what, you know, can I help you, sir? And he's like, what, what's, what's going on with the leaves? What's going on here? How come you got leaves or, or something along those lines? Like, you know, and he got all up in his face too, like, like really close to him. I was like, what's going on with these leaves? Like very confrontational, you know, like what's going on with these leaves? You know, what, why, why are they, you know, keep blowing over on my side or whatever. And, you know, he just graciously said, you know, I apologize, sir. I'll make sure we take care of them for you, you know, before we leave, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't intentional. Sometimes you get some spillover from the mower when you get a lot of leaves clustered together like this, but we'll make sure we, we, uh, we clean it up something along those lines. Right. And so then he told me about it after the fact, like when we were finishing up the, uh, the properties, he told me and I was like, Oh, see, I told you. And he's like, yeah, I didn't believe you, but I just had to, I had to, Witness it for myself, apparently. I'm like, well, there there you go. And it, it won't be the last time, you know. So anyway, you know, I don't know what lessons there are learned here other than just maybe people nodding their head while you're listening to this. Like, oh, man, you know, or maybe you're literally, you know, in that moment right now while, where you're listening to me say this and you're mowing along the edge of a property or you're blowing off a property and there's a fence and you're trying to blow along the side of the, of the fence, but it like a metal fence, but it's inevitable that some leaves are leaking out into the neighbor's yard as you're listening to me saying this, or as you're mowing and you have some blowout and they're just leaking over into the neighbor's yard. Hopefully this will just be a PSA public service announcement for you to a reminder to clean those up before you get the, the neighbors angry with you. Because you know, we all know having a few leaves, having a few of the neighbor's leaves in your yard is just ridiculous, right? Absolutely ridiculous. It's like, you know, grounds for fight, for a, for a fight. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. 
Again, I don't understand what people's deal is. Um, I've had people scream on me many times um, about leaves. I don't know. I, you know, I've gotten into a lot of confrontations with people and it's just, you know, I try to stay calm. I tell them it wasn't intentional. I apologize. We'll take care of it, you know, and, and it just is what it is. But at any rate, you know, this is that time of year. I feel like every, every season change has some weird nuance, you know, and, um, that's, this is, this is kind of a main one for some reason. Leaves are all, and the wind is always blowing anyway. So even if you don't intend it, that the leaves are just blowing into the neighbor's yard. I, I've even dropped some yards because they were so challenging and the neighbors made it even more, made it worse. So I'm just like, come on. And, and just, just recently also one of my ex customers, uh, good old Randy, um, those of you that heard, listened to Paul Jameson's uh, Green Industry Podcast episode, we, we laughed about that. Good old PETA customer from last year. Every year, I, I'm bound to have one at least one PETA customer that emerges from below the surface somehow. Like they just flew under the radar for a while, and then they finally start to show their true colors after something specific that they just couldn't hold back on or something. Um, but anyway, Rand, good old Randy was, was that last year, and I, I let him go and... You took it well, you know, basically by, by saying, um, you know, like, like I, I, I <laughs> the, the funny joke or story is I said, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to be able to cert continue servicing your property, um, going forward or this season or whatever. And he said, that's correct. Thanks. You know, like, oh man, you know, cause like as if he wanted to fire me first or something, but I fired him first or who knows? It's just like, he, he was just a real special person, obviously. But anyway, we've still mowed the two yards on either side of him. It was nice. We had all three of them on the cul-de-sac, but he was a big pain, a, get a big pain in the ass, uh, you know, hence the, the, the label PETA. So it, I just couldn't take it anymore because there's just always something. He was always asking for more, even though he was all about paying for it, it's like, you know, we show up with a plan and then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, can you do this, this, and this? And it's like, you know what? No, we don't always have the right equipment set up or tools with us for this, this, and that. Like we're here to mow, trim, edge, blow, and go move on to the next one. That's, that's what we're doing. You know, we're not here to, to do all these miscellaneous things, you know, that, that, that you want us to potentially do, uh, and, you know, I try my best, I tried my best to accommodate whatever I could. And, but, you know, it, it, it was just, he, he was just one headache after another. And he complained about silly little things. Hey, he missed one blade of grass or, you know, I, I don't like how the mower tires, you know, um, press the, you know, press the, the grass blades down and make those, you know, those, those lines, you know, I'm like stripes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like how that looks. I'm like, huh. Well, I mean, that's just kind of what happens when you have a commercial mower. I mean, some people actually like that kind of thing. They think it looks like a baseball field. I mean, they actually sell striping kits to for homeowners to do that themselves because they just like, how, yeah, I don't know. Oh, and you just, you know, rambling off all this stuff. And when I mow the lawn, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, didn't look like that. And I'm like, man, Randy, I'm not sure if you're my kind of person here, my kind of client, because I love stripes. So if, 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 you, if you're if you complaining about stripes, you know, like that they exist, that I, I don't know if we can do business together. Like, man, I, that's just one of a gazillion examples. So, but, but I, I say all that to say, to set up, you know, what a PETA he was. And, you know, <laughs> the other day we were there and we were cleaning off the properties on either side of him. 
And everyone's got some sh- some leaves to some extent or, or another. Like I said, some properties, if they're up against some woods and they have a little more leaves, if they're if they're not and they just have the little you know um, baby trees or or maybe the trees are somewhat mature in the front yard, but you know the leaves are typically condensed in certain areas, so we can just maintain it, take care of it, and all that. Uh, easily enough but so there's always still some sort of final cleanup that we're doing even after we're just mowing the lawn and he just randomly texts me while we're there you know before right before i leave just some you know tries to be super nice about it something along the lines of while i understand it's really challenging to you know to to blow leaves or whatever um please i would appreciate it if you'd keep them out of my yard or something something like that and i'm just like I'm looking everywhere. I'm like, am I missing something? Like your yard is covered in leaves and it has nothing to do with us. Like what, what am I missing? Like to tell your new lawn people to take care of that, not us. We're not, we're not adding any leaves to the pile of leaves that you already have in your yard. Like, but I, you know, I'm just, I was like beside myself, like even, even like, like I wanted to say, can you delete my, my phone number from your contacts? Like what in the world? Like you're not even my client anymore and you're still a PETA. You're still harassing me. Like, come on. Hey friends, Mr. Producer here. And I've been listening to Naylor emphasize route density on his podcast for over a year now. And I've encouraged him to take all this material and create a masterclass to put all of his knowledge in one place and share it with you. This is going to be a live three-week course. Nothing's pre-recorded. You'll have access to group live streams and one-on-ones with Naylor. Every session ends with action steps that you can implement right away in your business. Plus, you'll get a copy of the session recordings emailed to you. Hey, if you want to learn how to make $1,000 all the way up to $3,000 a day in lawn maintenance through route density, then you need to click the link in the episode description. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. So all because of leaves is is the moral to the story. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but it brings the worst out of everybody. They just, they just, it's like their number one time to complain and like, they're sitting there like I, I can almost create like a an Instagram real meme, you know, or uh, what is it, dude dad or something. He's a he's a funny guy, popular on Instagram, always making all these funny dad videos and memes and stuff. I could just picture him doing something where he's just you know like sitting there, you know, looking out the window, sipping on his coffee with some tr- you know like stereotypical outfit of some sort, you know, like something that Randy probably would wear, you know, and just like sitting there. You know, and one leaf falls slowly from the neighbor's, you know, tree and it plops on his yard. And like the whole time you can see him like watching the leaf fall all the way down. And you can see his look of anticipation in his face. Like he's in disbelief and that leaf just lands on his lawn. And he's like, oh, that's it. And he just jumps, honey, honey, I'm going out. I'm going to talk to the neighbor. That's it. I've had it. You know, what's going on, honey? There's a leaf on our lawn. It's ridiculous. You know, like I, I, I can just see it now. That would be a really, hey, dude, dad, if you're listening, that, that would be a great, great uh, video. Maybe you already have something up there already. I don't know. But that that would be totally a thing because people just, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it is. It's It's like they literally just sit out their window and wait for the first leaf to fall out of place so they can just go crazy, you know, like it's just been building up and they need to let it out. You know, they're just miserable person or something, or they just are super wound up and then they just, they just have to let it all out for leaf season. I I don't know, but 
anyway, that's that's all the silliness nonsense there that that I have for leaf season, I guess, or for this particular point in leaf season. It's not something I ever really addressed, or it would have been fun to have brought it up in some of the interviews that I talked about. But we were so laser focused on setups and and you know that kind of stuff, like the real uh, making money aspect of it, and that the 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 most efficient way and so on and so forth. But um, it would have been it would have been fun to bring that up to get other people's insights because I'm pretty sure everyone has experienced this. Like it's not. It's not an anomaly. I feel like every single person that does lawn care during leaf season, which is pretty much everybody, right? You're you're stuck dealing with this in one form or another. Um, and then, of course, if you have a bunch of employees, that could escalate things because they might not be as have attention as much of attention to detail as you. So they're just you know kind of willy nilly with some stuff and leave more leaves end up in neighbor's yard than than they should or or than you would have um, accidentally let in there. And, you know, they're just a little more reckless. So you're going to get more people angry and all that kind of stuff, more for you to monitor and double check. And so it's just, it's just so silly because it's just leaves, you know, like, come on. Like, it's not like you're plowing a hole, like you're just, you know, got your, your leaf plow on your mower and you're just pushing the piles right up to the edge of the property line so it could just sit there and just little by little the wind just peels him off peel, peels the pile back you know boom 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 just peels it peels it peels it and all the leaves just end up scattering all over the neighbor's yard like that would be epic that would be like something you know funny again to 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 do just to see the neighbor's looks on their face but that would be quite a mess that you would then have to clean up but I mean, but that's how the people act. They act like you're doing something like that, like intentional, you know, like you're just trying to clean up the leaves and some accidentally blow in their yard and they just want to flip out. So I've beat this dead horse uh, or I've beat this horse. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no animal cruelty. I have dragged this topic through the mud long enough. I think I'm done here. So with all that being said, go ahead and check out episode three. And you can really hear my tragic leaf nightmare story. You can type in leaves or leaf. And um, I think if you type in leaf is what I did in the search for when you're actually on my podcast, like which you probably are right now. If you just type in the search leaf, you'll see a whole bunch of other episodes come up too. Um, and, you know, feel free to give those a listen. And uh, there's a little more value as far as efficiency and setups and pricing and just, you know, all that kind of stuff versus just kind of this, you know, talking about PETA <laughs> customers come, come out in full, full force for leaf season, um, episode here, but I appreciate you guys listening, you know, every now and again, I just want to kind of get on here and just rip it with some real time stuff that, that just happens every day that I deal with. And you guys probably deal with too, or if you haven't yet, maybe this will help prepare you, you know, and, and maybe to, you know, uh, avoid some of these pitfalls that are, kind of a kind of inevitable in some form or fashion but at any rate i i did want to also mention that there's going to be um some some new upcoming route density masterclass courses there's going to be some new course offerings popping up um for those of you that don't necessarily have the time to dedicate to the 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 route density masterclass the three-week course um, with the live streams and the facebook group and coaching, one-on-one coaching with myself. If you don't have the time for that, I, I, I totally understand that. So I'm going to um, offer some, you know, some less comprehensive uh, course offerings for you guys. If you just want to kind of go through some of the basics, get some key points, things like that. 
uh, to hopefully help you along the the way and to prepare for the spring because that's where it's all going to matter the most. This is now is the time where you can really focus on strategizing and preparing and planning to increase or create route density, which is what I have having you know almost thirty yards in each neighborhood. In, in only three neighborhoods, you know, we'd spend the entire week in three neighborhoods. Um, I'd say 90%. There's a couple of stragglers like in between those neighborhoods that are still basically in the same route, but they're not technically in those neighborhoods. Um, so it's, but still close enough. So I'd say 90% of the properties are all in the same HOAs. And we just spend one day, you know, half a day, another one, half day in, in that one again. And, you know, it's cause it's, it's really hard to get you know, 30 yards done in one day with two or three guys, especially in the hot summer. That's, that's, it's just, I, 20 is the max that I would ever try to push getting done if we're behind because of rain or whatever the scenario is. But, you know, that's, um, so we have more than 20 in each of those yards in each of those neighborhoods. So we always have to spill it over into the next day. So my, my point is it's super profitable because we unload, you know, we just drive into one neighborhood and we're just driving up street to street, to street, to street, to street. And usually when we pull up to a, to a, 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 on a street to a house, we usually unload for more than one house. Of course, there's a few solo houses here and there in the same, in that neighborhood, you know, one street here, we, we just do one yard. Okay. Then we drive around the corner and do two or three yards. Then we drive around the corner and do one more yard, you know, but for the majority of those almost 30 yards in each neighborhood, they're all clustered together on, in cul-de-sacs on the same street. And we're just riding up and down with mowers, trimmers. We're just knocking them all out, which saves a lot more time because we're not unloading and loading over and over and over again. Um, and we're not driving the truck all over the place either. So it just saves a lot, a lot of time. And that's where you, you really increase your profitability because you can just get so many more yards done in, in, in less time. And that's where you can make, you know, over a thousand dollars a day easily just mowing lawns, you know? Um, and if your goal is, is to do more than that, then I, I talk about all that in the uh, route density masterclass, the, the advanced version. Um, so Anyway, links to all that will be in the episode description and just be on the lookout and coming in December for the new course offering. So I just wanted to throw that out there before it gets too late uh, in, in, in the, the season and in the month since this podcast is coming out. Should be uh, about middle of November here. And um, yeah, I think that's that's all I have for this episode anyway. <laughs> So thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And thank you to you guys and girls for listening. I appreciate it. Until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.